Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the best of The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Catch them weekdays for the all-new Hyundai Kona. Welcome to the best of The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Don't forget the YouTube channel. You can catch all the great interviews there. But we had plenty to talk about. The big topic today uh, for you Dragons fans, Luciano Leilua off to the Dragons, it seems. What did you think about that? Here's what we thought about it. NRL news update. So let's do this, tourist. It's an NRL news update. Subscribe to SEN League on YouTube and the SEN podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Okie dokie. Now, we never go to the news this quick, but as I said, it is a two-hour sprint here on the run home with Joel and Fletch. Luciano Leilua heads back to the Dragons. This is via foxsports.com.au. The Dragons have signed Cowboys back row, Luciano Leilua, effective immediately on a $2.7 million three-year deal. Uh, the Dragons initially balked at Leilua's asking price. Flanagan convinced the Dragons management to take on Leilua's um, asking price. Now, I've got some uh, intel on this, but Brooksy, you're Stanley the Steeler. You're the Mad Dragon. What do you think about the return of Luciano Leilua? I saw the headline and I saw how much and I was like, OMG, oh my God. Yep. We actually gave him the 900 that he requested we only really knew that it was Raiders and Dragons that were in for Leilua's services. Looking at the Raiders front row and yep. back row and forward pack, I thought, you know what, they probably it's just a it's just an extra player there. I don't think we're going to go at loggerheads with the Raiders here. Probably just a nice price around five, six hundred might mm. might get him over the line. But I looked at it and I'm I'm like, okay, and for three years I was like, okay, we're sorta of handcuffing ourselves for the next two years after this year by signing him for nine hundred a season when we could get a big star, a big name, like the Manus and Luis that were touted as free agents this year, maybe pay a bit overs to get another star there. I like Lay Lua. I think he's a good player. I don't know for nine hundred with what was reported okay. on Fox Sports News. What's your number? I'm more around the 450-500 for Leilua. I you, think you've got, you got to pay six. He's wanting to come home. He's a six. He's a six all day. Okay, so I've got fair, fairly confident mail on this. Yeah. It's far closer to the 700 a year, averaged out, than it is to the 900. Well, that makes sense because I said this last week. At this at this day, at this time of year, who's got 900 yep. spare in their cap yep. unless they move someone on? No, but it might. The, that might be. That it could be might right. Be moving on. He might be on nine hundred, but are the Cowboys coughing up two hundred? Yes, that's right. So, so he may be on that. But for what? For my spies tell me, I don't, I, you know what? I reckon that's incorrect. 
So Georgie Lawara are paying no more than about 700 Well, that's good. Yeah. But I don't even reckon he was on 900 the cows. Do you think the, the Tigers took, because he was at the Tigers, he might have been at 900 on the Tigers. So you're thinking the cows took that? I don't, I don't know. Well, he went a year early. Remember, he signed the deal yep. in one of those, like, signed in 20, I think it was 21 for 23, but he ended up going up in 22 because he was heading there the following season. And now it's a similar sort of thing. He had a three-year deal with the Cowboys. In year three, he's now going to the Dragons. Do you reckon it could so be? So there could be a bit of tie. I don't think the Tigers and Cowboys are chipping in for him this year. It'll be all Cowboys. Is it manager, but- Ducks and Drapes? <laughs> Ducks and Do you think it's the manager just throwing this out there? Uh, the nine, I, I don't, because I don't believe honestly the Cowboys and Toddy Payton wouldn't have paid nine hundred. No, no, but they may not have. They they may have they may have paid six hundred, and maybe they're paying two hundred to get rid of him, and maybe the Dragons are coughing in seven hundred. But I know for a fact the Dragons aren't paying any more than about seven hundred. Yeah, okay, year. that does make sense. The good thing of the first year is that the Dragons are paying five hundred. Yeah. So when you're seeing the numbers three for 2.7... Yeah, your head falls off. It does. It does. When you dig, dig down into the article, you see the 500, you go, okay, that's, that's where it should be. And, and you asked me before, I think, for the duration of the contract. Yes. I, I hope that it's not 900, like you're saying, Shug, because... But it can't it, be, because look, even here, right, the article, uh, hoopsonfoxsports.com.au, the Red V will only pay a tick over 500,000 for Leilua this season. I believe the NRL... You can't have these hugely back-ended contracts. So he can't go 500, 750, a million, for example. To average it out to 2.7. You can't. You're not allowed to do that anymore because that, that's sort of the old back-ending rule, mm. which, which for me, I still think to this day, the rule should be, listen, sign a bloke for as much as you want, stagger it as much as you want, but we're going to put him in the cap for however much he signed for divided by the years, and that absolutely effective immediately stops back-ending contracts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but if, if that's what Hoops has written in, it's 500, yeah, I reckon that's a steal then. Of course. I reckon that's very, very good because he's one of those rare players that something's going to happen around him. Yep. He might knock it on. Yep. He might get an awesome offload on. He might make a break. But he's one of those blokes that, you know, when they get the ball and you go, uh-oh, of course. you sort of get on the edge of your seat. And that's exactly what they of course. need. They need something who is a little bit out of the box. And the other, so the other side of things, the Cowboys, say he was on 650, 700. Yeah. And, and clearly, based on this, if he's on 900, therefore the Cowboys are coughing up the best part of 400, right? Yes. For them, if it means saving 200, 300, and it's untenable, whatever the scenario may be, well, that's also worthwhile to them, isn't it? So we've got a, a text here, no name, just ends in 572. He had a cheaper deal, but he had the nurse clause made in it. Oh. Yeah, the nurse ratchet. <laughs> so made nine hundred with a new salary cap. You know that little raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should do that here. Yep. Our ratings get to one. Aren't you on a ratchet? Nah. <laughs> Can I get a ratchet? I've got a spinner. Looking at it, the concern is year two, year three. You know, and that money is now away from Flano to yep. go after someone big that comes off contract. Um, but also too, I think. You've got guys that you've got your thirty already set. You've got some guys that can fill in. Yes, it's a good deal this year. Yep. But I think there's going to be some players that will go because what Hunt's got one more year on a big deal next year. He's last in his contract, mm. and you've got Zachy Lomax on a big deal. We're seeing what's happened to him. So outside looking in, he's on the right wing in the trial and not happy. We're hearing rumours of um, that he's not happy with that. I feel that that is where he's going to have to. 
push Lomax out somehow and free up some more money because I'd, I, 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 if it is nine hundred, which I, I'm concerned as a Dragons fan, okay. I want I want them. To, they haven't done much in recruitment, gents, over the last few years. But mm, like you look at the last three, four years and the players they've brought in. Big club like the Dragons who are struggling with crowds and members, they're not bringing that marquee with all those guys they've lost, Widdop, Frizzell, Jimmy Graham. Vaughan was even playing well. They had four origin guys, five origin players across both teams in 2018. Mm. Hardly, hardly seeing them picked in um, extended squads. No Dragons in the um, Blues extended squad at the start of this season. So that's a concern. We need a big name there, a guy that will play rep footy and someone we can market. I don't know if Luch is a guy. Flano, if it's good money, could do it. But you go back to that 2016 team and players in that side who had had, call it checkered pass, Mm. Flano can deal with these players. I think Des Hazard is a good coach for that sort of stuff. Bellamy clearly is. Very few coaches are, Brian. Mm. I just... Well, it's seven months, so that's why it's 500, because it's pro yep. rata, it's only seven months. But I'll go back to my point. He, he's something that's a little bit different that they don't have. Yep. And Benny Hunt might appreciate having a bloke outside him who, little right foot step, has got a little bit of an offload where they, just to make it a little bit different, because the block for the block going yep. from the 70 minute, it doesn't work anymore. My thing it does is, not work. My thing with that club is, and, and it's so abundantly clear, and feel free to clip this up and talk about it at the end of the year. Tyrrell Sloan is not a fullback. He's just not a fullback. But he's a gun attacker. Mm. He can do everything potentially that Blacklock could do. His awareness, he takes off earlier. His instinct, he flies. He's got the speed. He's a winger, right? Okay. Do you think Zach Lomax is not the fullback? No. Okay. They don't have a fullback. Okay, cool. I I, I didn't mind Cody Ramsey, but Cody Ramsey, of course, we're we're all cheering him on to come back as soon as he can. Brooksy, is there a a kid? No, what you need... No. what do you want? Remember what the Tigers and, and Melbourne Storm did with Harry Grant. Harry Grant was behind oh, Cameron you're Smith. You're a loan off. Yep. Harry Grant who was you, behind Cameron Smith. And from the Melbourne Storm point of view, he wasn't going to play much first. Who do you grade. want, John Simons? Which loan? Well, okay. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to the best of the run home with Joel and Fletch. SENZ, we caught up with a great team of Kersey and Beeve. And all things New Zealand, we happen to preview the mighty Warriors on this particular episode. And let's just say we're both... A little bullish. Mm. Chat with mates. $20 off for five months with mate internet. Let's slide into the DMs of the Kiwis. Uh, Kirsty and the Beaver. Open. And I tell you what, the door's open for Australia too. I just love to cross open to open door policy to the boys across the ditch. It's really us. And it Brian, really the door remains closed for yeah, New Zealand. There's no chance of beating us, are they? Yeah, I'm, I'm locking that door. <laughs> what? Are we talking Kiwis kangaroos here, or are we talking the cricket? What are we talking? All of the above, wasn't it? Mm, yeah, we're not talking. I mean, rugby league. Who cares about rugby league? I don't watch that. I'm all about the cricket. <laughs> but I tell you what, your crowd has to lay off poor Davey Warner. Oh, come on. You can't be hammering <laughs> Davey. No chance. No, please don't. Please keep it up. That's the reason there's two capacity crowds already booked in for the opening two T20 games. <laughs> Guys, what's happening? What, what's going on? I saw... Um, you cursed. You were away somewhere. I was, I was seeing you on social media. GT was lying half naked no. in some sort of river. And the abs, the angle of the abs. Was that done on purpose? Peck Central? Who's, no, who's abs Central. You this oh. Information. Oh, it was, I was just looking at this guy. Look at this bloke. How? Now, where well, were I, you? I tell cursed. you what. Where were you? Beaver, 
Beef is starting to look a little bit more like uh, GT uh, than he has ever before. He <laughs> is on. dropping the kilos because he is uh, training for this half marathon that he's, uh, that he's got going. Um, and while he's at it, while the training's going, he's been abusing cyclists oh. or getting abused yeah, well, from cyclists. Well, you're in good company with my co-host here. <laughs> he hates them. Oh, I saw him this morning. My, my young bloke, he wanted me to uh, drop him off at about 5 o'clock in the morning at the station. And I come back and there's cyclists three abreast. And I clearly yeah. can't get past them, so I just need them to know that they're in the they're in the uh, bright lights of the car. It's so bloody annoying. Are they two abreast? Three abreast. Three abreast. You can't be doing three that. Abreast. Three abreast. Should they just be single? Of course. I mean, what, what's the rule there? Single. And the other thing that annoys me now. But they all now, just want to chat, don't they? They want to chat, and that's why they take up like five lanes across the correct. road. Correct. Yeah. Now, B. No, you, 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 I mean, you know what else is get me? The same morning, I've got runners who are sprinting. At me in my lane. On the road. On the road. Just get on the footpath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why can't they go on the footpath? B- hey, Beef, please don't you're do right. it. You're not one of those A-grades who gets a coffee after he rides in his Lycras with his shoes still on. Are you one first of those? Of all, first of all, most people actually don't do anything. They just go to the coffee shop in their Lycra. They don't actually exercise. <laughs> Secondly, I'm not cycling. I'm running. I, ref- I oh, do not good. cycle. I'm a runner. Okay. Yes. That's even better. I knew, I knew you weren't a cyclist. Hey, I don't, Beef, mind, I don't no. mind them, but yeah. Beef, uh, as a bloke who's done two half marathons and a full marathon, if you don't mind, um, just just <laughs> Google Hal Higdon, Hal Higdon's running program. So he's the man to follow. So if you can just Google Hal Higdon, he, he yeah, has the perfect path for you. Yeah, he's, no, don't open that up in the office. Whatever he sends you, <laughs> do not open it. Um, yeah, guys, so the cricket's on. Where, where's it at? Wellington. Wellington. Uh, Wellington cake tonight. In the, the cake tin. In the cake tin. In the yeah. tin. Yeah. In oh, the yes. tin. And then we go two games. Friday night, Eden Park on there. Cannot wait. Sold out. And then Sunday at Eden Park as well. The anticipation for this from the Kiwi cricket fan is huge. So we've only got we've got tests as well. We've got three tests, three against two tests two. after this. Okay. Two of which, or both of them, are sold out. I think. I think Christchurch might have a few tickets left for day four, but the rest are all sold out days at the Basin awesome. and in Christchurch. So, no, the the Kiwi public cannot wait. No. I would have thought the cricket sellout. It's like the glitz and glamour of Las Vegas over here in New Zealand at the moment. Mm. Any of you two going to head over to Bright Lights? Well, we're week? still we're still waiting, uh, Fletch. But mate, following a little bit of the the Fox uh, socials and that, how many rickies have you done to Vegas? Because it looks like <laughs> it looks like it's been about three or four. I've done one. We were there for six weeks ago, and I'm going back on Tuesday. Uh, my wife's coming this time just to keep – and so is Maddie's wife, <laughs> which is um, – so Is this because of what happened last trip? time? Uh, totally different trip, yes. Uh, no, the, well, <laughs> those girls give as good as they get. Mm. Don't worry. They'll be up on the tables. Really? Oh, yes. So give us the power rankings, right? Trish, Matthew, <laughs> Bisto, who's your mate who you've snuck him into your – into your check-in luggage. Yeah, yeah. And uh, your lovely <laughs> wife, Britt. Uh, Trish, number one, then Britt, number two. In, in a world of pain at the airport on the way back. Oh, on the world. Um, I've got a feeling Britt's going to be right in the game. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah, she'll be fine? She's fine. Yeah. She has a red wine. Yeah. Unwind. Is Britt your wife? She's my wife. She's going over with a couple of her gang. So it's all did happening. The, um, did the wives get the invite when you're at Las Vegas? No. About to come home in a whole lot of depression? No. <laughs> you just decided no. to invite them quickly? No. I don't get depression. I don't. I don't. I just I don't get the flats. I don't get the flats. I just, you know what? You've just got to fight. I get the flats. But if you have a if you have a bloody Mary at the airport, boom, I'm back. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you get the flats, Beef. I, I am back. <laughs> Pack me up. Uh, I do, unless I take the edge off real quick. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I do get some horrible. Cursed. The curtains don't always come Never. open. Never. 
Never. Never. You just got to keep going, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Okay. Hey, hey guys, have you watched? Because you know we we are we do like to speak sports, but we also love shows on Netflix. Um, did you watch any of the We Are the World? Oh no, what's no. that? So remember the We Are the World? It was done for the, in the eighties. It was for um, the Africans, for the Ethiopians. It was all yes. the stars getting together. Did you you know what yep. I'm talking about? Well, that was song. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Um, we are the world. We yeah, are the, the children. children. We are the ones. <laughs> Here we go again. Anyway, anyway, we can't segue into my singing, surely. No, anyway, so, Lionel, so Lionel Richie, he came out because he was at front and centre of this documentary, and he says he regrets not having this iconic artist in We Are The World lineup. <laughs> Lionel Richie has endless love for this left-out music legend. The all-night-long crooner revealed on Friday that he had several celebrities made the mistake of not asking a certain celebrity to appear on the iconic track, we are the world. Lose. I well, I, I Instagrammed him. I Did you know you? DM'd him. I said Lionel, <laughs> Lionel, Lionel. It's Michael. Um, <laughs> what was the artist? And all he did was send me an audio message. Nothing. He he, he said Bear's Ed. Yeah. Great to see you again. Um, and he just sent me an audio. So <laughs> this is the artist he was talking about. Right. Hey! Oh no! Which episode was this, Brian? What's this one? Which episode? Second. Beaver or this one? Second. Second. Beaver, I try to track down other songs. You only sang one song. Yeah, don't you wish that he stuck around for more than just so the first yeah. episode? Absolutely. Well. What would you have gone for, for Ip 2, Beaver? <laughs> Contractually, guys, I think it's, I'm now out of the danger zone. I can ex, I can expose what I put in my contract. I said I will be a one-song hit, oh, and I'll be done, thank you. So okay. I'll be voted off after round one. All oh, right. You so didn't even all... get your preferred song, though, did you? No, I didn't. That, that robbed me. Which was? Uh, I was going to do George Ezra's Shotgun. <laughs> give us a little bit. Me, but, uh, G- yeah, give, give us, us a little bit. bit. I don't <laughs> know what Shotgun is. <laughs> yeah, I, I see what you've done here. Well played, guys. Go. No. Get, just come on, boo. Just one bar, please. <laughs> Tur- that was your preferred song. Tourist, just say, say on air what you said to me in my ears. Just Rank. Like, it's Rank. What, the song or beef? A <laughs> song? Well, about both. <laughs> Beef, I, I don't know. <laughs> Beef, I don't Terrorist, know what it we is. We haven't even met. <laughs> what is it? What, just give us a little bit. Just a couple of bars. <laughs> I'll, let Turris, I'll, I'll let Turris bring up the master version, and it's oh, very similar. Oh, come on. Come on, Beef, join this in. Is from, this, is, this is me recording. I'll be right a shotgun. Here goes. Yeah. There you go. That's all I've got. That's all I can remember. You know what, Beef? That song suits you more than another rank one. (laughs) The Mighty Warriors. We first must do what, though, Brian? Well, to go forward, there's there's something that you need to do, and that's go back. Yes, we need to do that. Uh, 2023, 16 wins, eight losses. So they're winning two out of three. They finish regular season in fourth. That was the maiden season of Andrew Webster, who won the Coach of the Year. They ended a four-year final drought, and only second finals appearance since making the 2011 Grand Final, so it's been a a barren time for them. They lost the prelim to the Broncos comfortably in the end, 42-12. Where are they at, Brian? Well, we were talking to Beeve. He's over there in New Zealand, and anything less than a top four would be disappointing. That's the feeling from the public over there. I tend to agree. DWZ, 24 tries. Flying. Flying. In 20 games. Absolutely flying. Sean Johnson had his career best form. So who do they have in 2024? Roger Tuivasa-Shek comes back from Rugby Union. Chanel Harris-Tavita 
comes back from a sabbatical. And Kurt Capewell, who he was in the Sharky squad for the grand final and didn't play, he went to Penrith with great success, went to Broncos, finds himself in a grand final. So he's almost the modern-day James Maloney, speaking about the Warriors. He's there. Departures, Viliame Volea goes to the Cowboys, Bailey Siren and the Catlin Dragons. Braden Viliame's retired. Josh Curran of the Bulldogs. Ronald Volkman, he went to the Dragons, not sure where now. And Valingi Kepu has been released. So really, net-net again for the Warriors. Yeah, not – I mean, other than Joshy Curran, because uh, when he came on, he was he gave him a little bit of spark. There's, yeah, the signings outweigh the losses, don't they? 100%. Especially with uh, Roger obviously coming back, but CHT as well. Yep. He's, he's gone. He wrote his book, yep. travelling book. Yep. Out, uh, he comes back. Yep. Did he have something downstairs? Did he – did his testicle – Oh, uh, he did a couple of whack, didn't he? I think his testicle exploded. <laughs> I mean, I, I know that sounds graphic. Yeah. And if someone's at home now and they're listening to this, it happens in rugby league. Yeah, cop a knee it's a there. tough game. Bloody right into the uh, agates. <laughs> right in the jats crackers. Yeah. Right in the orchestras. Everyone's just checking things at the moment. <laughs> anyway, um, Coach Webster to change tack. Here's what he had to say about Roger Tuivasa-Sheck back at the Warriors. No, he's trained really well. I mean, the thing for Roger is he's been... Um, been chomping at the bit to be able to show his ability, and that is to beat people. And in pre-season training, um, we obviously did a lot of contact and collision, but you can't replicate what you get in the game. And his thing is his footwork and his speed make you know people think they're about the tackling, but they're not. <laughs> so I knew he was waiting to do that against a, um, someone besides his teammates, and I thought he would show his class, and, and that was really cool to see. Okay, that was on SENZ Breakfast. Um, now, Brian, I'll ask you this, right? So everything he says makes sense. Sean Johnson, of course, is the halfback. Who who do you think, when SENZ Breakfast asked Coach Webster who would be partnering Sean Johnson in the halves, who do you think the answer may be? So you've got Luke Metcalf there. You've got... Um, Tamari Martin. Tamari Martin. Dylan Walker. Dylan Walker. Who's the incumbent? Who was there last year in the finals? Well, Luke Metcalf started, mm. but I think you'll find uh, – and Tamari Martin, a couple of games, but I think you'll find Dylan Walker ended up there due to injuries. Dylan Walker. Okay, let's Dylan hear Walker. from the coach from SENZ Breakfast, Andrew Webster. No, no I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I wish I was. Yeah, I wish I was. But um, once again, that's, you know, that's a good opportunity. You know, just the breed competition, I suppose. But, um, yeah, Tamaldi was obviously away with the Maldives. Luke did a good job. I thought Chanel was excellent in his first game back. So we, we only gave Chanel 40 just to ease back into it. Luke played 60 yesterday. We'll know more after this week coming, but they've all trained really well and given themselves a good opportunity to be there. Luke Metcalf. I'm yeah. reading between the lines. Welcome back to the best of the run home with Joel and Fletch. Now, on an early edition of the program, we're talking about Rugby league game. So leading up to the grand final in the past, people are speaking about racing, uh, bench press, those sorts of things. But we thought maybe golf, maybe surfing. And a bloke who's already halfway down the pitch with all of this happens to be the great Justin Horro. And here's his view and where he's up to when it comes to rugby league players playing golf. Just have a look at him. So we've got the zoom happening at the moment. Yeah, and we're zooming in on a svelte chin, chiseled chin <laughs> Cole Felt. Have a look at him, Brian. We say hello to the run home with Joel and Fletch, who we're coining the CEO of all things golf, Mr. Justin Horro. Hello, Scopey. Hey, Sugar. Thanks for having me on, boys. Fletch, good to chat. We don't think we've seen or spoke to each other since before Christmas, mate. So good to speak to you. It is. What's going on with that beard? Is that manicured? So when you go get a haircut, because I know 
Mace gets one weekly. You were telling me yeah, that yeah. Uh, <laughs> does the beard come under the weekly trim as well? Or is it just the lemon spread? No, look, I've got, to, I've got to give Mace credit here. Uh, doing the podcast with him every week, um, he really made me pick up my game. He'd come in all the time. He's just always looking the mickey. Uh, he gets a haircut. I think he schedules it in every Thursday morning uh, with the boys down here in Maroubra Junction. And he's just always looking the grouse. So he made me pick up my game and, and I've kept on top of it. I like, uh, I've got a little bit of the George Clooney happening on the yes, side. Yeah, my oath you have. Face coming through. But uh, yeah, mate, no, I'm I'm probably every couple of weeks and I just give it a, a, a trim every now and again. From this angle, there's a little bit of red red in there. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, it must be the the, I can see that as well, Yeah, actually. the red-headed stepchild. There's hey, something going on there. Brian, yeah. absolutely nil by jowls. No, He's no. flying. He's fit, flying. Mace, uh, your partner in crime, the Batman of the Robin. I don't know who's Batman. I don't know who's Robin, but... You're both flying at the moment. Now, Scopey, why we've got you on here the show today, Brian and I were talking about what we we'll call it uh, pre-grand final games, Brian. Well, they mm. call it Super Bowl week. Let's yep. call it grand final week. Let's call it, uh, I don't know, what are we going to call it? We've got to come up with a name. Some of this, this is why we've got the okay. on. The cliche nominations have been so far. Fast, fastest man in rugby league, strongest yeah. man in rugby league. Tug of war, all that best shit. Best kicker, all that sort of. See you next, you know. Yeah. What did you come up with? Well, I'm speaking probably because I like both of these sports, yes. surfing yep. and golf. Okay. So we've got the beautiful new wave pool out at Homebush, Urban Surf. Mm. So we're guaranteed waves. Yes. That's the hardest thing when you have a surfing competition. There's guaranteed waves. And the other thing is not for all the surfers, but a lot of rugby league players like to surf. A lot of rugby league players like to play golf. So what you're telling me yeah. is on the Friday you'd have the golf or surfing. Well, we'll figure that out. And on the Saturday you have the other. Grand yes. final, bus. Yeah. Yeah. Just well, Now, you just each event stands alone. Yeah, you don't want to have conflict. But you can be a dual international. Correct. If you, you can play both. Like Correct. Rat. Yeah. Harry Grant yes. is not involved in the grand final. Yep. yep. But um, like, I, I like the surfing side of things. I do like the golf, but Scopey, he's all over this. Mate, Scopey's already, he's already halfway down the pitch, aren't you, Scope? Yeah. So, look, I, I loved the chat yesterday, boys. I've seen you in it. I think shout out to Brooksy who tagged me in it. I've actually been working on the golf side of it. Uh, for a while now, um, maybe just probably a couple of months before Christmas. Fletch knows um, I love my golf. We run into each other at Coast a couple of times throughout the year. Um, so I've been working on the golf side of it, mate. And uh, I also just want to like, I love everything to do with the Super Bowl and, and what American sports and how they, um, you know, take their time to boost the game over there. Um, I didn't really look at it from from that point of view, but I love you boys um, talking on that. Uh, my my thing was, I was just really enjoying my golf. I do a bit of golf content on Levels Network as well. So um, I, I got together and I, uh, I, have, I have a mutual friend who put me in contact with a chick called Raj. She runs Imagine Golf. She specializes in corporate golf days. Awesome. Um, we've been going back and forth. We were trying to look for a date. We actually come up with Thursday of grand final week. Perfect. Um, and yeah, that's the concept, mate. Like I've been, it's been up to me to work on the players, which I've done. Uh, I've got confirmation uh, for all, but still two teams. I've got the Gold Coast Titans and Tigers to work on. Oh, every team but represented. Got, yeah, yeah, wow. I've got it sorted, mate. I've, I've, so I've got my idea for it, and uh, we're probably a week away from actually proper promoting it and 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 chatting to major sponsors and whatnot. So when I seen you guys were talking about it. It hit me straight away. I text Sugar. I was like, we got to get involved in this. And if you guys can help us out in, in some way, it'd be huge. Um, 
is we're going to do um, the first, the first, you know, when I first started it, I, I had a chat to a couple of the boys that I'm still really close with that, you know, high, high profile players in the NRL and they're going to be our ambassadors for the day. So they're going to help us promote it. So our six ambassadors are Daly Cherry Evans, Cameron Munster, Kalen Ponga, Latrell Mitchell, Adam Reynolds, and Nathan Cleary. Oh, salarycap.com. So, yeah. Oh. I've, so, I've gone hard. What, can I ask I've you this, Scoby? Yeah. What if any of those players are playing on the grand final? They would be null and void, yep. but they're still going to promote it during the year. They might not Correct. actually play. So that's good. Like, we're going to get on the front foot with that and be clear with all the players. Like, when you when you do it on Thursday, a grand final week, the obviously the first question and the hesitation from all the players um, before I sort of got a soft, I, like I'm putting it down as a soft yes, the commitment at yes. the moment, right? Um, they've all got ambitions to win the grand final. So I reckon at least 60% of them said, look, would love to play in it, but there's no chance, like we're going to be in the grand final. And I said, it's funny you say that. I've also had another six teams tell me that why I've been such an organizer. So um, look, yeah, there'll be a big, huge disclaimer. Huge disclaimer, and there'll be a few things that they'll cover that will cover um, with you know everything's got to be cherry ripe for all these players to play, and and that's what I said to ambassadors and all the boys. So obviously, make the grand final out. So we've got fifteen clubs that will be represented on the day. Um, you look at Kalen Ponga's off season, for instance, last year he'd end up doing his shoulder and required shoulder surgery. So there could be injury that prevents them from playing on the day as well. Uh, as well as a number of, of other factors. So I've got, not only have I got a couple of guys locked in from every team uh, and the format I'll get to in a bit, I've also sort of got at least one guy from all, from any, either team that I'm really familiar with that's sort of got me a backup option or two, uh, oh, wow. depending on the team. So all the boys love their golf as well. So um, yeah, like we've got some big names involved. Um, and a big part of it is, I suppose, you know, what you guys were talking about, all the players love their golf, but like I've not only tried to get the biggest names, but I've tried to get the best golfers from every team as well. So um, like a, a team that I'm I'm really uh, interested or, or looking forward to seeing on the day is uh, the Canberra Raiders team. They've got, I've got Josh Papali and Jordan Rapinoe involved in them from, from the Canberra. And, uh, and I think Jordy Raps is off like three. Yep. I think Josh Papali is off like eight or nine. And I think even little Tom Starling uh, is even better. I think he's in between them somewhere at five or six. So, um, yeah, there'll be some surprising teams on the day. But, yeah, we're really excited. It's something I've been working on for a couple of months. So, I'd love to have, you know, specifically SEN and, and you guys involved. And and if uh, I heard Fletch mentioned in KO yesterday, Fletch, if you could if you could help us out with some some contacts with KO. Then, oh, well, I was just, yeah, I was spitballing. But I was thinking, I'm a mad spitballer. <laughs> Welcome back to the best of the run home with Joel and Fletch. Now, this guy last year uh, blew up the text machine. They just loved him. Very likable. Darren Coleman, he's the coach of the Waratahs. And here is the great man, Darren Coleman. Because we have had this man on before, who happens to be the coach of the Waratahs. He's a Southwest Rock specialist. Mm. His name's DC, as we like to call him affectionately. Darren Coleman, welcome to the run home with Joel and Fletch. Hello, boys. Good to be on again. You hey. ready to go again, Daz? We're ready to go, ready to go. I'm uh, yeah, excited. Round one coming up and uh, we're up playing those knuckleheads up in Queensland. So it should be, uh, be a good good way to start. DC, just for our listeners, because they can't see you, are you in some sort of canteen or something? Where, where are you? <laughs> Mate, I'm in my little 
man cave out the back of my house. So I just had to go and pick up my young fella from school detention. So I brought him oh, home. And him oh, no. What's he done? Now, What's he done? My parents apparently jumped off the uh, the tower at the swimming carnival and did a bomb. Oh, so, play uh, on. Who hasn't done that? Yeah, play on. Yeah, yeah I don't who, know. who hasn't done that? Know. So you've got a yeah. stove in your man cave. Mate, it's a, it's a barbecue with a oh, range top. And, okay, uh, sorry. It's got a, Looks... beer, got a beer fridge right next to it. So, <laughs> yeah, I do spend a bit of time down here. How are we looking, DC? We're Camp Waratahs, myself and Fletch. Oh, I'm always on the yeah. I'm always on the Waratahs bandwagon. How are we looking, 2024? Yeah, no, we're excited, mate. Excited. Uh, last year didn't go as as well as we'd hoped. We sort of stuck there in sixth spot again. That's two years in a row we've been in sixth and bundled out of the first week of the playoffs. So, um, yeah, we, we we know and understand that we have got to do better for our mob here and. Uh, yeah, good squad. Um, pretty much everyone's on deck for round one up at uh, up at uh, Suncorp. So uh, what we didn't do last year was we didn't start well. We dropped four of our first five. So that had us playing catch up for the rest of the year. So the goal is to to get off the get off the mark with a good win on Saturday night and then build from that. DC, what I love about rugby union, especially kids coming through, uh, you've got a kid coming through King School, and I just love this name. Yes, it's rugby union all over. Fergus <laughs> Lee Warner. Tell us a little about oh, Fergo. Yeah. Yeah, mate, we got some hyphenated names. There's, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's three times as many names as people in our crew. Um, no, he's a good follower. He's actually a scone boy. He's, he's country as he is. Uh, he just yeah, he went to Kings obviously as a boarder, but no, he's a true blue bushy. But um, he just spent a bit of time in Europe, and uh, he's back and um, back in the Tars. And uh, yeah, he's a good kid. Just a solid work workman like Ford. He's a big unit. He's about six five and a hundred and fifteen kegs. So he uh, he'll get his first shot on Saturday night. We're excited to see him go. What about Maxi? Maxi Jorgo. Oh, you know no, what? No, 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 no. I, t- I put a clock on this. I thought this won't reach you, two minutes before he mentions No, it. I just want to know. Look, yeah, he had. No, he, are, you, are you working for Are you working for Uncle Nick there? Or are you well, look, Joey Manu, uh, by all reports, is going to move <laughs> on. Uh, they need something, but no. Yeah, like, yeah. I know. I know. Um, I know. Maxi Jorgensen will be there for a few more years at least. Can I ask you this? Did he come back? What What was his injury? Because I know he went over to the. He was in the World Cup squad, but uh, he didn't get on. What was it? A ACL or was it a bad knee injury? Uh, he had a bad run in the end. Poor old Maxi, and, and probably a bit of my doing to be honest. We we got a bit greedy with him with uh, our first year out of school, and he came onto the scene so strong. We probably played played him a little bit too much. So we little tail end of the Super season against the Crusaders over there. He done his MCL of his knee then. That was a pretty decent one. I was twelve weeker, and Eddie, Eddie loves him. Obviously, Eddie picked him in the World Cup squad, which was a, was a big call. And he, he got back to fitness, trained well over there, and he broke his ankle oh. in training, uh, catching a high ball over there. And then in the meantime, he's actually had his shoulder cleaned up. So he's um yeah he's had a rough trot, Maxie, but we'll we'll do a better job of looking after him this year. And uh, he'll come off the bench on Saturday night. He's had one run. He had a run in our last trial last week for a half a game. So. He'll come off the bench, and the plan is it'll be uh, it'll be a bit looser by the back half, and he's got an amazing running game. So hopefully we'll see him fire up. Another debutant, DC is six foot eight, uh, hundred and twenty five kilos. We're talking about the big frame of Miles Mato Cerro. Uh, what do you expect of him? Yeah, good lad. He's a uh, little bay boy here from the east. Uh, uh, Nigerian parents actually. Really? He's um, interesting story. Yeah, no, he. 
got scouted and grabbed as a 17-year-old by a French club, Clement Levon, in uh, in the south of France. And so he was out. He was in a Waratah Academy back then. But, yeah, they grabbed him and, and took him over. And he's done three or four years in the top 14 in France. So he made his debut as an 18-year-old in, in first division French rugby, which is no mean feat. And uh, he adds a lot of what we've been looking for is in rugby we need a you need a big tight head lock, someone that packs behind the number three that gives you weight and is just a general big body and a and an aggressive human. And he's he's still only 21. He does that. Um, he'll have his work cut out. First Super Rugby game. It'll be a bit quicker than what he's used to in France. So he's got a bit to to do in in as far as pace of the game and a bit of accuracy. But as far as physicality and throwing his body around, he he matches those stats with his with his effort and his uh his attitude to contact. DC, the tech sport is lit up here. And they want to know, is the tar bar going to be back at Allianz this year? Because <laughs> yeah. um, the first one we know. went to, that was outstanding. I even saw you there just. Uh, no, I don't... Well, if I don't get winning, I'll be in there a lot more, unfortunately. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, yeah, that, that'll that be going. That'll be going That's at the good. end there. It's a good little thing there. When, uh, yeah, the beauty of the footy stadium, mate, you don't need 40,000 to, to get a good atmosphere. We um we had, I think we had 28,000 at game one and it was rocking and we, yeah, we just got to keep winning and, and earn the respect of our fans. We do that. That stadium, that's an awesome place to play. And, yeah, the tar bar will be uh, pumping out beers. Now, I've just got a text message came through. You kept this quiet, Sugar. Hey, Fletch, uh, mention that Darren's son played against Joel's touch team for East Touch at Wagga uh, last weekend. That's, true. that's from the Bondi yes. Spy. Yes, the number, little number three, Jacob. I had to keep an eye on him. Oh. I had to keep a big eye on him. He was a big headache for me. One of the big... The big scandals in sport. Have those those Cronulla kids been swabbed and birth certificates checked? He was a bit, <laughs> Mate, they were a genuine you. hot side, weren't they? Mate, DC's young bloke side. Uh, we played him very early on in the tournament, Brian. Yes. Score? Yeah. What was the score? Uh, it was pretty close, pretty close. And I thought, geez, I, I've got to keep an eye on this team. And I just mm. kept watching where they were going to be. So I just knew we'd meet them again. Uh, very, very good team. Um, hey, hey, plenty of good kids. Daz, is, your, is this the young bloke that got detention? Same kid. Yes. Same kid, unfortunately. He's got rugby league written all over him. <laughs> <laughs> rugby league written all over him. He has a run with the Crocs as well, actually. Oh, so there he goes. Get him, the Colts, yeah. no. Get him with the Colts, mate. Get him with the Paddock Colts. What's he playing league, DC? Bit of a half, is he? Or? Oh, he has, yeah, he's a little dummy half or yeah. first receiver at the moment. But, um, yeah, he's uh, he's up there writing out lines at the moment, so we'll keep him up there. Beautiful. Beautiful. Is it, can you still um, tell me this? You know that like rugby is obviously huge in private schools. Can you still play league on Saturday or Sunday? Have they changed that rule? Yeah. No, we've got a good little thing going on. He plays, he, like all kids, they're, they're always looking for a game of footy. He plays club union on Friday. He plays with his school, Waverley, on a Saturday morning. Then he he plays his local league on Sunday. So, yeah, but the what, kids can get, get plenty of footy. What about like the Scots Colleges and the Joeys of the world? If you're playing... Rugby, can you only play rugby? Oh, I think as they get older, they get a bit stricter on that. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But uh, as you know, the, the bloody leagueies are getting into there as well now. They're starting to place kids there. So uh, it, it's a bit harder. But um, yeah, one of the, I think one of the beauties of rugby besides the world game is it's played in those schools. And I, I wasn't one of them. I didn't go to a flash school like that. But I know it is. A, it's a good scene. And, and kids come out of there well-trained and uh, and well-coached and, and good kids coming out of those schools. So it's definitely... One thing we want to hang on to as rugby is is that that uh, that private school sport uh, aspect of it, but we also want to make sure we grow into into the government schools as well. 
Yep, that makes a lot of sense. I had a boy, uh, a father today, uh, rang me. He said, mate, I've got this kid, he's, and he's clearly talented, this boy, and there's a private school. He has maybe has the opportunity going. He said, oh, what should we do? I said, mate, the schooling, because I sort of grew up, DC, thinking, ah, oh, wanking private schools, and, you know, that that's what sort of, from the country, <laughs> you think that. But then when you get involved, the mm. standards they have, and I'm completely converted, yeah. completely converted, and the opportunity they get. So if you can, uh, good luck to you. And what it does for the players is... When you come out of that, if you've got rugby league and rugby on your resume, yeah, it just opens the world up. Yeah. Hey, DC, Joseph uh, Suwali'i, who's obviously going to yeah. rug- rugby next year, does he get to become a Waratah? What happens here? Do you get first dibs on him or does the, wall- the Wallaby or the ARU go, right, you're going to this club? How's that all work? No, no, no. No, he, when he signed, the deal was mainly done all through RA. Uh, but, yeah, we we agreed to take him on. He agreed to join us. So, uh Good. Yeah, he'll become a Waratah next year, which is exciting. Um, obviously, we've lost Marky the, the other way, so to get to get Joey back, to get Joseph over, um, will be uh, yeah, it'll be a, a pretty even swap. Where would you play him? Good question. Yeah, I, I'm getting that a lot. I, I don't know. I, I've never met Joseph yet, so I, I was a big part of the recruitment. I didn't feel comfy being part of it because. I'm not coaching again next year at the moment, so I got to I got to earn that first. So I thought. Um, yeah, it's interesting. He's got um, what I do like about him is tough, eh? Like mm. I love watching those carries he does out of his own end in in the NRL. He's definitely got ticker. Um, he's got a kicking game as well, which a lot of outside backs uh, in league don't come across with. He kicks the ball well. He's a good goal kicker. He's good in the air. It's really hard to tell. I don't know. I, I, wing thirteen fullback. It's yeah, it's up in the air. We, we'll have him. We'll have hopefully Jorgo will resign, and we'll have. We've got Andrew Kellaway coming in as well. So we'll have a pretty stacked uh, backfield there. And I reckon they'll be uh, with, with Dylan Peach, who we've got at the moment, is a great winger as well. We'll have, uh, we'll have some exciting options there. DC, uh, we appreciate your time. Before you go, have you got to sort of uh, you set goals? Has it got to be a top four, top five, minor premiership? Where do you see the Tars in 24? Oh, mate, I... Yeah, I got a bit bit by that last year, to be honest. So we were, we were sixth the year before and I sort of said we want to be top four and didn't work out. A few people got in me about that. Mate, we've got to improve on where we were this year and, and we were six. So you don't have to be Einstein to figure out it's, yeah. it's fifth or above. So uh, we, the way the Super Rugby playoffs are set up, top four get a home quarter final. Uh, so you've got to be in the hunt for that. Like you've got to be, it's hard going. We've done it twice now, a six. We've gone over and played third in New Zealand on a five or six day turnaround. She's, she's tough going over there. So our goal is, yeah, like any team, we, we want to get off a win this week and you're shooting for home playoffs. That's for sure. And tough going for me, Brian and my team against young Jakey Coleman. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but dad's got to deal with an issue today. Mate. Yes. So all the best with that. DC, thanks for your time yeah. on the run home with Jalen Fletch. Good night, lads. Have a good one. Thanks, there he is. See the board. Love him. He's yeah, but you know what? Scallywag. Yeah, he's humble. young bloke. Scallywag. He's a humble. We like that though, Brian. No, no I'm, talk, I'm talking about his young bloke. Yeah, but we like that. We like Scallywags. Of course we do. Yeah. Of course we do. Because you show initiative. Show initiative. And you're showing off too. Yeah, that's you like, right. You like a show off. That's exactly right. The run home with Joel and Fletch. Thanks for listening to the best of the run home with Joel and Fletch. Don't forget, you can catch us live Monday to Friday, daylight savings time, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. through your SEN radio network. That's the way to do that. Otherwise, you can catch us live through the app or belatedly through the podcast. Thanks for taking time out of your day to join us. We'll catch you next time.